All right, Pat, uh, we're here to recap the two-day joint practice Vikings-Titans with you, if you're uh, if you're down. Are you ready? I, uh, I see that we were uh, trying to test our offensive line against a sturdy defensive line, and that, that's not a bad idea, I don't think, to find out if they can play or not. There's a, there's a, there's a clip, Anybody? Well, there's a Are clip we? going viral with Garrett Bradbury just getting tossed aside like a 10-year-old child. You know, oh really? No, who defensive was, they got the big. Uh, they got the big guy in the Tart. middle there. Do they? Does Tennessee got the big guy, big mean guy in the middle or not? Bigger and meaner than Bradbury in the clip okay. that I saw. Yeah. And then we got it. The, we got the Ingram problem too. Who's the right tackle? Is there a ch- is there a chance this guy they brought in? They're gonna. There's something about the first game, right? If you don't have him in the first game, then the contract isn't. He, you can just if you bring them in for the second game, the contract isn't guaranteed, right, for the year oh, or something. Correct. Isn't there some other rule? So yeah, if you sign a guy after week one, right? After week one, so maybe that's what they're you know they're probably Bri- Brian O'Neill. Brian O'Neill's probably Judd. You can speak to this, but it sounds like he's going to mix in next. Like he's going to be back next week with the joint practice against the Cardinals. That's the plan. That's what, what I'm is saying. He, what is his been? What is his long r- running problem here? That's from the end of last year. What is it? Achilles. What, what? Ooh, ooh, we don't like those Achilles. Not a fully torn. Not we. Mm-hmm. We actually mm-hmm. had a foot doctor came on Purple Daily, uh, a fan okay. of the show, and explained the difference between like when Phil Lodeholt tore his Achilles, and that was the partial injury. tear versus this a full tear. Yeah, this is a partial tear, and it should be fine. But it shouldn't be confused with plantar fasciitis, huh? Because we all, uh, we that is uh, that is not the heel. That is the period between the uh, toes and the heel, right? That it, it's yeah. kind of the, the underneath your or the other side of your arch, whatever we call that, right? No Isn't self-respecting that? big man would miss time, Patrick, because of that. Because of like plantar if you're a right guard, you just keep playing through it till okay. it rips. All right, and and then you want it to rip. That's what I always yes. couldn't figure out about yeah. plantar fasciitis. Gee, I hope it rips. I, I yeah. don't know, but uh, yeah. uh, so that's over. And now you can go pay to watch an exhibition game Saturday night and see nobody that they saw out there for two days. the The Tennessee line that you saw kicking the Vikings' ass, they won't play. They Pretty won't much. play, right? You're gonna that's, you're gonna get the accurate. third team. It's uh, it's ridiculous, but you know the NFL doesn't care because you're all a bunch of saps and you're gonna show up and pretend like you're having a good time. So <laughs> do we even do we do we bother with the whole skull deal for an exhibition game? I think do we, we have, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Fan, like fans oh, yeah. need to fans need to practice, you know, going into practice. the regular season. Okay. At training yeah. camp, the fans do do the skull oh, yeah. chant, Pat. So yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're in, they're in the stands doing the skull. I did. Hey, by the way, I I found my pass for my one Viking game last year, the Giants game. I found my uh, thing. I want, if anybody wants to, that is a souvenir. I can send it to them. Actually, could you autograph it and we can auction it <laughs> off? Uh, maybe for yeah. It, it was laying in the back of my in my trunk or some damn thing. But uh, I I you know I. I hate that stadium because it's so damn big and you got to walk all over and it's, uh, you know, you, you know, you can't just walk right in and sit down like you could at the Metrodome, but having, then, then you go to the Giants game. I went to the Giants game and there was 25 extra minutes of foreplay. That's what drove me crazy. A 20, it wasn't, they 
kicked off like 25 minutes late, right? Because the yeah, other wasn't, one wasn't over. The, the other, pre, so the other playoff game. They just had to keep on. doing nonsense for 25 screaming loud minutes. <laughs> I can't take it. I'm too old. I can't take it. I can't, you know. I, what did they do to fill the 25 minutes? Was it like more fire? Well, no, they don't do the fire they, thing anymore, right? They had to stop mm, doing that. So. I, I don't know. Well, it was just more loud cheering not skull they only do the skull thing once but i think they added an extra three minutes of skull or something i don't know but uh the world's longest skull 20 minutes of skulls consecutive it, 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 minutes of skull it, it was a complete din though i mean it was just, ah! <laughs> remember when it was a big deal when uh the, they were playing the bears back in the days and we wouldn't shut the music off and they, and the metronome was considered a big deal now it's just constant crazy Ditka, noise, you know? Ditka got all pissed off he I, I believe yeah. he coined he coined it the roller dome right roller dome and then uh and then he came didn't he come out on roller skates or something didn't he come out on, didn't he come out on roller skates that or sounds something? right I that guess. sounds like something mike Ditka would have done yeah and then lynn was lynn was trying to do stuff to agitate him too about the roller dome or something so that's when we had a good rivalry with the bears that's about the only time we really have because they generally stink. <laughs> are you all? Well, people are pretty optimistic about Justin Fields now going into what the third uh, year, and they've got some weapons finally. I know. I think they're terrible. Did I? I don't know. I don't think he's an accurate. You know, he's got one major issue. He's not an accurate passer. You know, he hasn't I, I been think, yet. Yeah. I think he's got the uh, the uh, Christian Ponder problem, which is mm-hmm. he throws the ball where the guy is instead of where he's going. That's uh, that's my uh, that's my theory on him. That was always fun. That you know the big thing with quarterback is do they get the ball out front or not? And uh, he's he's Fields has a tendency to throw it where they used to be rather than where they're going. So I, I don't like him too well at all. But I once in a while they'll have a good half and they'll get all excited and because he's a you know he's an athlete. He's the new model. But I they're the last they're the last place. Well, remember those. They're probably going to be the last place team in the division, don't you think? Six and eleven. I, I think the odds it. are in favor of that right now. Mm-hmm. In most what do we think about the Packers? If Jordan Love can, if Jordan Love can play at all, is their defense okay, or what? What do we, what do we know about them? I think it's okay, but that's what we don't know. Is is like there? That could be such a monumental step down. Um, and I still think, you know, this whole thing about the Lions are going to be great. The Lions, yeah, this, this excitement, I, I, I mean, come on, it's the Lions. Until they well, actually are playing in the playoffs, I ain't buying it. Aren't we starting off with about four of them not playing because of gambling or something, too, aren't we? Don't they have a bunch of guys? Well, they're, yeah, they're young. Uh, Williams, right, their young receiver yeah. is suspended yeah. for a chunk. Uh, by the way, I saw a great note from somebody on Twitter or X the other day that uh, John F. Kennedy has only missed one Lions playoff win. Is, yes. <laughs> that is, that is, well, that is 1957. 1957 was their, you know, they won a championship with drunk Bobby Lane, and they've won one playoff game since. Am I not? Am, I think then they, they won one with Wayne Fonts and Barry Sanders yes. in, like, the mid-90s, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, they, they won one. And they got and they, to a uh, conference championship game, I think. And was that the conference championship game that was like nine to three? Didn't they beat Dallas? Didn't they beat Dallas down oh, in Dallas? Oh, now we're going to pull it up here. Down in Dallas? Played, I think they played, if I'm not mistaken, they played Washington then in oh, the conference okay. championship game. Right. Was, oh, was that, that was the Super Bowl that was here. Here, right? right? Yes. 
Yeah, I think Washington advanced beating Detroit. And I think You're they right. did beat Dallas. Yeah, they went 12 and, 12 and 4 that year with uh, Barry Sanders lighting up the NFL. And then they got beat by that Washington team 41 to 10. Who'd they beat in the playoffs then? Or nobody? They so they beat, uh, let's see here. They did. They smoked the Cowboys. That's what I 38 thought. 38 to 6, they beat the Cowboys. Wow. See, I, I'm not as senile as you guys give me credit for. No, you're a little senile, but not fully senile. <laughs> right. You have a low-scoring game, so it sort of balances out. You know what? Uh, one of the worst things that ever happened to them happened right here on the Hubert H. Hunt Premetrodome, Billy Sims. Yep. And it was uh, Billy Sims was going to be Barry Sanders. I mean, he was fantastic. He was a little bigger, too. He was not probably as, uh, the most elusive a guy, but he was Oklahoma, fantastic. And just took a bad step on the dome turf and, and his knee, knee, right? His knee went and he never was the same. Never, you know, mm-hmm. one of those few, one of the few knee injuries that couldn't be fixed. Now that mm-hmm. wasn't, that was the, uh, what, mid eighties? So early, early eighties. Yeah. And I mean, the surgeries weren't as uh, simple as they were then, but they weren't, you know, it wasn't like when Tony Oliva was getting operated on with a hatchet, you know, back in the, back in the 60s. <laughs> like, like, in the, like the Civil yeah. War where they just, like, chop your – they yeah, give you some whiskey saw. and chop your leg off. Yeah. 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 They, yeah, they, they, they saw. When I had my uh, knee surgery in the mid-60s, ending my my potentially great football career, uh, you know who did it? The town doctor. I'm, I always say I'm so old, I'm older than pizza. Because we Minnesota didn't have pizza until like the mid fifties, and uh, I'm also so old. I'm older than orthopedic medicine because they, they, they you didn't go to an orthopedist. The town doctor just cut you open and saw, tried to see oh, what so the this hell was is going like, on. Like your primary care guy who like yeah. just does everything is slicing you open to give yes. you surgery. He was an Estonian, Doctor Olaf Luke. Uh, and he, you know, he cut my one. I think we went to a hospital, but he just cut my <laughs> surgery. It was only, I think, it was they didn't know what to call it back then, but I think it was only a meniscus. But did they give you like an anesthesia, or did they just have you bite down on a towel? <laughs> I think we had a little. I think we probably had anesthesia then. I'm not sure, but uh, it's uh, you know, it it is amazing what you know the difference between a knee injury then and now, but it is amazing. Billy Sims career done just because of one, uh, one injury mm-hmm. never came back. It was yeah. never, never it, is, it is the, it is the most, I mean, even like, think about how many random teams just pop up. Cause the NFL is a socialist league, right? If you're oh, yeah. the, the worst team gets all the opportunities, they're going to have the first overall pick at the quarterback. And even, even when the league is trying desperately to just give everyone a chance to be competitive, the Lions have been to the to playoffs three times in 20 years, and they have, like I said, the one playoff win in 60 years, 65 it is, years. It is incredible. It is, I mean, they have, have, you know, to repeat this, Mike Mike Tyson, Brad Childress were 16-1 and one against the Lions. That's the uh, greatest stat of all time. Uh, Bud Grant is in the Hall of Fame because of the Lions. Yeah. That's why he was in, you know, he beat them. 28 times or some damn thing like that. It was, it was, I, they have been the gift that keeps on giving. It's uh, for, for all, they, they were good. They were also very smart in the sixties. They had a bunch of dummies running the organization because they had 
a drinking buddy of the owner. What was his name? He was a, he, um, I can't remember, but he was a, uh, the drinking, but you know, the, the owner, Bill Ford's drinking buddy, uh, Russ Thomas, Russ Thomas. He was, he was the worst, but they, uh, you know, they were fairly good in the sixties. And when they were remodeling the uh, divisions, you know, they were, because we, we put the merger and the coastal and the, all that stuff after, after the merger of the AF, he, the lions tried mightily to keep the, Vikings out of their uh, out of their division. They did not want the Vikings in the <laughs> division because they were smart enough to see, you know, Alan Page was had gotten here, and the uh, you know the defense was uh, going to be fantastic. And that was just thank God for the Vikings. The Vikings got to say thank God that didn't work because there's yeah. you know they've been playing them twice a year for uh, you know forever. So. Yeah, and you and you you bring up like ownership. Their ownership's always been just questionable. So ownership, front office, head coach, quarterback are the four, you know, big pillars. And I would ask people, I I think they're going to be good this season, but how much do you trust the Lions organization, Dan Campbell, and even though I like me some Jared Goff more than these guys do, mm-hmm. like how much do you trust all these big pillars with this organization well, to go win plus Campbell 12 is, games? Campbell is a meteor running across the sky, isn't he? He's, yes. he's not going to have staying power. Is he going to have a 20-year run as the head coach of the Detroit Lions? He's a shelf life guy, huge. He's going to, you know, he's going to be in there bad-mouthing a bunch of big old linemen someday, and they're going to run over there and beat the crap out of him and leave (laughs) him laying on the ground, you know, bloody, you know. they're not Uh, Hopefully on hard knocks next year, actually. It'll be great content. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, he's – well, who was the guy that we thought – was going to be pretty good there, Schwartz, and he flamed out too, right? Jim he he probably had one of the best runs of any yes. Lions coach because they they did go to the playoffs and they uh, they might have I I guess Caldwell I thought they got, got him there I think too right Caldwell, Caldwell, got him there. yeah Caldwell. Caldwell had a good run for sure yeah 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 well not a good run uh, yeah. well they were above five hundred in the four years Caldwell was there so holy their, cow that's for uh, their that's, standards hey, it, it was great if you guys are looking for a for a uh, some guy before the, they play the Lions uh, as a guest to badmouth the Lions, get Rob Parker. Call okay. my guy Rob Parker. He'll always, he'll always badmouth them. Even out in L.A., wherever the hell he's working now, when, when we did our show, call Rob Parker. Rob Parker will badmouth the Lions with the best of them. He, I love he it. Just, he detests them. He, not, not personally, he just... You know, I, I got to know right now he's got to be going crazy with all this optimism because he's the guy. That, no, they're the Lions. It's not going to work. What do they do, though? Like, if, if they actually did get good, it, it would be such know. culture shock there mm-hmm. be, because, I, you know, literally for my entire lifetime, and I'm 53, they have just been, for the most part, garbage. And and But the greatest one, Patrick, the greatest, I think, higher in Lions history was that was the Matt Millen era. Oh God, yes. Oh, and and fans would run around with signs in, inside. Yeah, I was there. Field. I was there the day the guy had a sign <laughs> the size of your computer screen. A guy that, that had a sign. There's just some guy sitting in the stands with a Lions hat, twenty thirty year old guy. Fire Millen, it said. Just Fire Millen is all it said. And the TV camera found it, and they played it, and the crowd cheered. And then they had security try to take the sign away from this guy. Yeah. And for the next 10 minutes, 
security chasing the guy around the stadium was the <laughs> was the big story of the day. You know, there's that's how stupid they are. Yeah, they, you know, fire Millen, put a sign up, show it for five seconds, and it's over. Yeah. But they turned it into this unbelievable drama. And the funny thing about Millen is, when he was with the Raiders. He's one of the greatest interviews of all time. I got him. He was at a Super Bowl with the Raiders. And, you know, they used to do these tables. I don't know if they still do where they, you, you know, every, every player has a table on those interview days, yeah. those two or three, eight days. And Millen's table would be, uh, you know, crowded beforehand because everybody knew. And this, the Raiders had a lot of competition for great quotes too, but Millen was, he was fabulous, and then he turns out to be a complete knothead. So yeah, and he was he was he was pretty a, good on on Fox for a while, and then I think he's terrible on he's on Big Ten Network now, right? He's and, bad and, now, but he yeah, was okay. I think he was he was pretty good in the nineties when you could just run like a meathead oh, yeah. offensive lineman out he was in the second booth. Guy to Madden. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He was that was after he got that was before he became the GM, though, right? Yes, yeah. was it? Yeah, he left Fox for that job. Yeah, for the GM job. Uh, you know, another one of my favorite moments there is, uh, you know, William Ford, the next generation Ford. Ford basically made that town, right? Mm-hmm. Now, 1920s or 1910s or whenever they started making cars there. So he, the Bill Ford was probably the third generation of the Fords. And he's waiting at the elevator after they lost to the Vikings. And these meatheads or running by Lions fans, drunk, you know, like the guys screaming obscenities at as you're waiting for the elevator in that poorly designed silver dome. And, uh, well, you blame it, blame him, you know. Come on. <laughs> you know, he did. He did provide jobs for this town for 80 years, for God's sake. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's perspective. You know, perspective. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, so well, uh, well, we, yeah. we got to run here in a minute, but your quick thoughts on uh, the, the state of the Twins here going into this weekend series. Pittsburgh's been playing terrible. You should win two out of three, shouldn't you? They're gonna have, you better win Friday and Saturday because you got meatball coming out Sunday. They're going to give Keiko one more starts before, uh, you know, <laughs> Louis Varlin's pitching, pitching great. Louis Varlin's pitching great at, uh, at St. Paul, and he actually throws a fastball. So uh, what what we do there? No, we're just laughing at the meat, you said at meatball. Meatball, meatball. Good. for Keiko. That's Keiko. a great nickname. It's a good oh, nickname. God, yeah. Hey, meatball. Yeah, he's, 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 I mean, it's, it doesn't work. It doesn't work in modern baseball. You know, yeah. when you can't, no, no strikeouts is going to be a tough thing they to don't, navigate. They don't chase like they used to. Now, if he had a chance to pitch against the Twins, maybe he'd be okay because <laughs> they'd, they'd chase it up. But he's, uh, you know, the, they, they don't chase that sinker like they used to and it's not the same sinker but uh you know just just watch it a guy who could hit you in the cheekbone and not hurt you is not a guy that uh, you want to have on your mound it's not it's not gonna work so yep no that's uh i think you're right but they'll they'll give it a try maybe they can win 11 to 9 or something on sunday and i think the good news sleep. uh the good news from uh wednesday is julian got a little life back in his bat though he yep. got four hits because he did he had been good for about three weeks so yep. that was that was good Yep. All right. Yep. All right, Pat. Enjoy your weekend. Yep. Royce yep. Unchained, presented by our friends at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. So Power Lodge, celebrating 25 years in business, bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. 
And uh, you can check out uh, 25 Days of Deals at their local locations, Brainerd, Ramsey, Anemia, and South Rapids. Find out more at PowerLodge.com.